This week on Southpaws, it's time for muscle worship. Touch it. still alive we did not pod fade we are not going to just once a month welcome but then again this is kind of like the only episode we've produced this month so far i mean it is <clears throat> september <clears throat> yeah so we're here we're alive still queer last week you know shiva you were stuck at work fuzz you were busy like we did get together later and we watched a movie together Yes, yes. Cocaine Bear. Yeah. I have not seen that yet. It's a slasher movie, but Mama Bear. It's a movie that knows what it is and revels in it. Yes. It is exactly as ridiculous as you think it will be. So what, Sharknado, snakes in a plane level? Yeah. Like, it does not take itself seriously. There is gore, there is violence, but it's not like, I am art. It's like, no, we're making a movie where a CGI bear eats a shitload of cocaine and goes ham on the people around it. Um, Like, it opens with a pair of of European hikers being like, oh, there's a wild bear. And the boyfriend is like, hey, we should probably leave. And the girlfriend's like, no. And then they get chased by the bear and the bear eats the girlfriend. Mm -hmm. Like, the guy falls and the woman turns around to be like, Sven! And he's like, no! And the bear jumps over him to eat the woman. <laughs> and then, like, her leg lands in front of him and he runs away. So, it's got a lot of kills. None of them are particularly, like, gory, per se. Mm. Well, that the bear do- does. There's other people that die. Yeah. In kind of silly ways. <laughs> yeah. It's about as goofily gory as like a Friday the Thirteenth film, but it's also funny because it's clearly sort of playing off the tropes of those kinds of movies. Yeah, like it's a drug fueled killer, but it's also a bear. It's also <laughs> vaguely ba- based upon a true story. Vaguely, very. <laughs> there should have been air quotes around "based," based on a true story. Yeah. <laughs> Because there was a case where a cocaine smuggler did lose a load to a bear, and the bear, like, went crazy, but did not get a kill count of, like, 12. Yeah, yeah. So that was a lot of fun last week. That was fun, Um, yeah. But in the interim, we're just trucking along. I mean, you've been having a lot of trouble with work keeping you on long, and you fell down the stairs. (laughs) Metaphorically, yeah. I took a fall, and I fucked up my knee, and I'm walking with a cane for now. Yeah. It's the pain in my foot's gone away, because it twisted my foot as well. Pearls are getting older, kids. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, How'd you throw out your back? I I slept wrong. (laughs) Huh, I got a fresh eight hours of sleep. Your neck. No, you didn't. (laughs) And I've had that happen, where it's just like, you you sleep, and you wake up, and your neck is killing you, and it's like that for three, four days. See... I don't get that as much as, but I'll wake up with a headache. No. Like, almost like, and I could tell it's related to the angle of my neck, because if I turn it, it it doesn't necessarily make it go away, but it does make changes in it. 
And, like, the next day, it's fine. Mm. But I can tell, and it's usually when I wake up with, like, my head sharply tilted. Yeah. And, yeah. But I, I don't get the neck aches all that much, but I, the headaches are a bitch, too. Mm. So, now we have to talk about this very important topic that I brought up at the front. Mm. The Muscle fetishes. worship. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, this is the thing I came across today as sort of a fun discussion point, because not like we have a lot. It's kind of silly. <laughs> yeah, it's a silly starter. Uh, this is a chart that we found of the most relatively popular FetLife kink for each state based on how disproportionately users from that state like that kink when compared with other states. The source is FetLife, and the N is 658,392 users. That's a pretty big sample size. Mm. And Texas's most popular kink relative to other states is muscle worship. Hmm. Which, I mean, if you're into hard bodies and really want to feel them muscles up and lick those calves and gnaw on those glutes, <laughs> I guess, you can, uh, you know, Texas is the place to be. But then you end up with, like, Oklahoma. Clowns. <laughs> and I'm like, well. They're I mean, down to clown. They're down to clown and their entire government proves it. Hey. <laughs> hey, what's high protocol? I have no idea. I think it's supposed to be like maybe heavily ritualized, like Victorian style sex. Oh my God. Oh, I must take off my petticoat and oh, my bloomers and my second pet of bloomers and then my third petticoat. And, and then you might see a the hole in the sheet. Yeah. So, I so couldn't tell you for sure. Looking mm. at this, look at California. Dacrophilia. Yeah, so so I, what I, is I, that? I, I just Googled it. Uh -huh. It is exactly what it says on the tin. You are aroused by tears and crying. Da cry philia. Yeah. The cr oh. <laughs> I mean, that, that is a good way to put it together. So, yeah, I don't know why, like, we like our chicks crying in California. Now, <laughs> Washington has a very furry one. D.C. or? State. State. Claws. What's D.C.'s? Or does it have D.C.? Uh, does not list D.C. But between Maryland and Delaware, you have fire play and public humiliation. Which, I mean, much I mean, more D.C. than If you mix the two. <laughs> Burning witches at the stake. Connecticut likes encasement, which is the, we put you inside a block of concrete. Apparently with your... so does New Hampshire. I don't know. They do call it the Granite State. But then again, New York's is human ashtray. Yeah. Then you have the more boring states like Kentucky, where it's like panties. Or <laughs> West Virginia is big tits. Or Indiana. Come. Vir Virginia's is interrogation. Isn't like the CIA Langley. and yeah, Langley so there? The, <laughs> it's Langley. All, all the CIA freaks out in Langley are like, yeah, baby, you're going to tell me, did you... Where were you on nine eleven? <laughs> you're like I'm. I was twelve. That's right, baby. <laughs> it's like that's true. And they have like a fucking lie detector. Tell oh me yes God. or no. Do you want this cock? South yes, Car yes. South Carolina's oof domination. No, Georgia's race, race play. play. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That sorry. I had it wrong. It was Georgia's. Yeah. Yeah. In Georgia, that ooh, oof. Yeah. In Georgia, mm. Iowa mm -hmm. loves sissies and corn. Why is Oklahoma clowns? 
Okay. South Dakota likes Violent Wand, which is East M Electroplay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and North Dakota likes CBT, so those two can kind of go together. <laughs> they can yeah. have fun together. So, you know, you, you just swap around, and it's like sometimes you get your balls hit, sometimes you get them tased. I do like Michigan as cosplay. Yeah. Like, that's interesting to me. Cause, you know, hey, I mean, sometimes you want to dress up like Sailor Moon and get railed by Batman. Frieza <laughs> or Goku. <laughs> I know I'm mixing up my shows, but who gives a shit? Businesses yet? I mean, th- that can be sexy. Hey, um, women in a slick business suit mm-hmm. stepping on your balls with her heels? It's kind of hot. So yeah, the we'll include this in the show notes because, I mean, Nevada also likes clowns. Why is that? Piggy play in Arizona. Gas masks in Utah. Uh, fire play in Idaho. Pirates in... Claws just seems to, to suit... That's definitely yeah. a very Washington. Yeah, thing. that that is such a a vibe for that state. I can totally see claws. But then you got Alabama with enforced bedtime. What? It's bed. Nope. You. It's seven o'clock. You better go to bed without dinner, or mommy's gonna spank you. I I guess. I mean, it's also Louisiana's crucifixion play, and I'm kind of like, well. Louisiana probably needs to go to therapy about that. Yeah. I, I mean, mean Florida's at least vaguely normal. The one thing that Florida's vaguely normal about is foot worship. Right. Like, they're I mean, in West Virginia is big tits. Yeah. I mean, that's about as, you know, Yeah, the, the really basic get. ones were big tits and panties. Uh, foot worship is a fairly common kink. Shaving's a little pretty common, or at least. Yeah. I do Maybe like the one that's just cum. <laughs> yeah, Indiana. What are you into? Come. <laughs> okay. Sensation play in in fucking Alaska because the only sensation they normally feel is cold. <laughs> <laughs> I want to feel anything but my balls freezing off. Ah. Tantra in Hawaii. <laughs> anything that reminds me I'm alive. Then the other related geography related thing that Panther sent me today was like <laughs> Arkansas borders all these different states, and you can go south into every one of them. Did you send that to Rahada? Okay. Because, yeah, you can go south from Arkansas into Texas, south from Arkansas into Oklahoma, south from Arkansas into Missouri, Tennessee, and Mississippi, and Louisiana, of course. But it's just like, oh, yeah, because of the weird little wibbly ways that the state lines are drawn, you can just, you can technically go south from Arkansas into Oklahoma. Yeah. I can put that into the homeowner's chat because... That that would apply to several people who are in that area. Yep. <sighs> all border on Arkansas. Yep. Because no matter where you go, you can get out of Arkansas. Yeah. So, you know, there's not been a lot going on other than existing, which is kind of a nice thing for once. Like, you know, there's the greater things happening in the world and Elon Musk being a dumb shit and all that other fun stuff, but not a lot of stuff that's directly in my life. Right. My parents are doing good. We have things lined up. There's plans being made for trips later in the year. Like, not a lot going on. Your friends happened, and apparently went very well. Right, yeah. The photos I saw people posting of of Hamburg look really pretty. Oh, And I kind of want to go one time, just to be like, I went to Europe. Uh, Fervana is happening this weekend. That one's up Where is that at? Ocean Shores, Washington. It's actually on the beach in Washington State. And isn't there another one, like, furthermore? There was one other furry con happening this weekend that I think was going on. 
uh, because yeah, like there's so many furry cons anymore that they overlap quite a bit. Like it was weird though that your friends was like Monday through Thursday. The, it's yeah, they always, always has done odd, that. Uh, I, I never noticed it because I was seeing people talk about that online, and I was very confused. I'm like, why? Like Germany's not two days into the past. It's not the weekend over there. What's going on? Yeah. But then again, oh, okay. BLFC, furry migration. That's it. Is this weekend also furry migration in Minnesota? They they've always done that thing where like the whatever the day three of the con is like like Sunday would be like the dealer's room is actually closed. Wild. Yeah. I, I would you know go to go to a fur con in a city that has you know history and culture. No. Oh, as opposed to the American. As one? opposed to American one, it's like oh, we're I mean yeah, there's some old stuff in like Pittsburgh and stuff, but you go here to to Austin. Dallas and it's like, well, it's, this building here is built in 1950. That's real old. That's old around here. Yeah. Reunion Tower. It's built in the 70s. Yeah, I'm telling you, you go to Boston, you'll feel it feels like an old city. Yeah. Oh yeah. Whenever I had East, um, you could tell the country is getting older. Yeah. Because I also Dallas has this thing where like they won't hesitate to tear down a building built in the seventies or something. Like, oh yeah. Like in fact they were doing that to like some it popped up on the Dallas subreddit of like they're tearing down this historic building that was built in the sixties. Mm, and right. they were like, Why didn't they repurpose it? It's like, well, it's owned by like Southwestern Medical and they're building a pediatric cancer center there. And they could not repurpose this building built 50 plus years ago into a modern asbestos and lead. Yeah. Like we're building a pediatric cancer center. So no, we're not keeping this old ass building. It needs to be like sanitized and and have proper ADA construction and proper stuff for like Mm -hmm. hallways, wide hallways and the like. You can't just retrofit old buildings like that easily. So yeah, I mean that's a good thing that they'll just like knock shit down. Yeah. But I thought it was interesting that people were like, "Oh, we're losing this bit of history," and it was like a fifty-year-old office complex. Yeah, there's like one building I, I've seen that I kind of think that about in Dallas, and it has a really quirky kind of Art Deco look to it. Uh-huh. And um, there's been like there's like a historical society. It's on the, the historical register. Um, and if kind of you see it when you're going into the south, like south on the red line, uh-huh. you pass it, and it's, I, I can't remember what it's called. It's really neat looking. Though. There's some pictures of like the lobby online, and like it's all very of that era. Yeah, yeah, it's super. Well, it's cool like looking. there's a what used to be an old drive-in resort hotel that's right off 35 now Mm -hmm. and like it's in limbo it can't be restored it can't really be knocked down because it was built in like 53 Mm. has like an all these parts in a parking garage and everything it's like it's this crumbling ass building but it's in this tiny little wedge of space that's right up against the freeway that they can't use the building but they also really can't knock it down because it might be old enough and they have to worry about, like, asbestos and shit. Ugh. So, so it's like, yeah, there's some things that are kind of cool, but they ought to be knocked down. The, right. Well, the yeah. one that I was always confused why they never... So going up the tollway uh, as you're going north, so you're on the right side, uh-huh. there was always this old abandoned restaurant that was, like, 
white with green trim. Uh-huh. I know what and you're talking was, about. Yeah, it's been it was empty for like 10 years. And it's still empty. Yeah. And like well, they thought, have broken glass and the little sliding glass doors are open in uh, parts and it's just like, I don't know. It looks like a neat building too. And mm. it's just a and it's prime spot. So yeah. it's like dude. Then again, you know, you talk about going up to the northeast and stuff. I I know that I commented while I was up in the northeast Pittsburgh for Anthrocon. I was like, the city makes me feel claustrophobic. Yeah, it does. Because everything is so narrow and built together and twisty in, in a valley. It's like, ah! Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it's not all sprawled out forever, but also, ah, I feel squished. Anyways, yay, Eurofurance <laughs> and other furry cons. They are coming soon. The Furcons do not stop. So can't stop, won't stop. <laughs> yeah, can't stop, won't stop. Fine tops. You know, it is apparently September, so you can... Big news for tops. You can save on all your subs this month only on Twitch.com. Non-stop yop. Yes. So, one thing that's I've noticed, so, you know, we do inevitably have to bring up social media because it's always a fucking thing right mm. but there ha- there was an article that came out on the first that is pointing out something that a lot of people have started noticing that social media has basically slowed down a lot a lot in Excellent. the past i mean which is a good thing because that kind of limits the brain worms that people get yeah but also like because it's become so focused on like influencers and whatnot you the average person who just wants to post a picture of the sandwich they made and the picture of their dog being cute don't want to post as much and that's seen across specifically tiktok instagram and something called be real and it was specifically on those platforms that they're really slowing down but i've also really been noticing it on like my ad twitter where occasionally i'll get some new piece you know some new art that decides to get surfaced but other than that, it's very, very dead. Like, and if you go into the For You, it'll just be like, hey, here's a bunch of blue, blue texts that are, you know, regurgitating animal videos. Like, here's a cute cat. Like and subscribe type mm. shit, right? Because he wants to drive up their engagement so that they can get, you know, a pittance payback. That apparently seems to be hitting uh, snags as well. So... You have, like, a lot of social media slowed down because, I mean, it, as someone on Blue Sky put it, it's like tw- using Twitter right now feels like the two weeks before you hit rock bottom and go cold turkey. Yeah. It's like now they're showing uh, unlabeled ads and users following feeds. They're pushing, they're allowing open anti-Semites to post, like, just you just post the 14 words and said, you know, you need to follow me to preserve the white race type shit and they let the guy buy the ad and serve it to people he's got his fighting with the adl blaming blaming dajus for Mm -hmm. his company losing 90 percent of its value because the way he types is fucking stupid because he was trying to say that like oh you know it's lost so much value and the lost value that the ADL is responsible for is even if it's just 10%, that's still 4 billion. So people go, wait a minute. So you're saying that Twitter is worth now 4 billion as opposed to the 44 that you paid. God. Wow. That's a cell phone and a half, but it's just like, yeah, the 
people are slowing down their usage of social media. Like, I, I'll occasionally post. I, you know, I still have my Blue Sky account. We talked about it last time, mm-hmm. and like, it's still very slow yeah. of website. But I can post, hey, look, here's a cute picture of Adam laying in on the blanket and being cute, or yeah. here is the pizza I made, or here's a screen cap from Final Fantasy fourteen, and it gets some interaction. But it's a place for me to have that outlet. I can be like, look at my dog. He is incredibly cute. Right. Yeah. You know, I don't need to be Obey reaching out. Obey my dog. Like, my dog wants you to give, he wants treats. You need to give him your dinner. Mm. Like, he was mortally offended that I did not give him my burger tonight. <laughs> uh, you are a monster, sir. Panther had gone to Wild Fork mm-hmm. and got their beef versus bacon, which is a 50 50 pork belly and beef blend so it's very high fat burgers they smell amazing they taste amazing and adam was very sad because i exiled him from the kitchen because those things spit it's like cooking bacon you're gonna have a lot of grease makes sense so like i put a cover over it and kicked him out of the kitchen he was very upset at that and i didn't give him any of the meat because how dare i am the worst literal (laughs) monster I mean, banishment for a thousand years. Yeah, Blue Blue Sky has continued to be okay. It's a quieter, calmer Twitter. Mm. There's like less, still less than a million users on it. Is it like rolling back? It's Twitter? like going back like ten years on Twitter. Like you're not dealing with clout chasers and demons that are making lists nearly as much. You don't have 14-year-olds just replying with shitty GIFs because there is no GIF support yet, <laughs> which is nice. There's no video support either, which is good. Because, you know, you, the most insufferable users on Twitter.com are the 15-year-olds that just reply with a shitty screamer GIF to your whatever you're posting or stupid video memes of, like, some rapper with you should kill yourself now and shit like that you know i don't know if i'm getting old i just what is what's the latest gen is it alpha who are the teenagers i think so i don't Mm. gen alpha i don't get their humor i don't know if i'm just getting too old it just i mean if you want to have our gray muzzle moment be like the fuck's a skibbity toilet it's it's just like it and fuzz is like what the fuck's a skibbity toilet yeah it's like it it makes less sense than usual and it's like ran. I've I've looked at some of their humor. It's very absurd. Yeah, I've looked at some of their humor, and it's like you just dog and that a squirrel, and then somehow you splice in someone smoking weed. And what's the joke here? Yeah, I um, couldn't tell you. I've described them. Their humor is the Salvador Dali yes. of humor. It's just random. It's melting clocks. Yeah. That yeah. I don't think I've seen any of it. Okay, well, to, to give you a 50, 30 second, like, or less thing, it's, you know those goofy Team Fortress 2 animations where Scout makes a funny face? No. Okay. Um, imagine people making videos out of a really old game engine, and it's, like, a human head sitting out of a toilet, and they're singing, like, a distorted version of a song, and it's just weird. It's just weird, absurd nonsense that children love for some reason. And it has evolved over time to basically being a mecha anime because the people that make it just, they quietly upload like a segment every day. And it's now this gone this epic arc of weird nonsense for kids. 
but it's also one of those things like dog we're 40 plus we don't have to understand this shit oh yeah you know yeah. it's just like oh okay whatever man like uh, uh, yeah it was mostly it's like i just i don't had get it salvador dolly of humor the yeah. nice thing about blue sky is that it does skew older and that mm-hmm. it's you can't like make a burner to tell someone to kill themselves and not lose that account like also i like that when you block someone you completely block them yeah like and because it's still invite only like they can't like log out and go to your public account and see your skeets anymore yeah what do you what do you mean you on twitter you can't completely block somebody so like if i block someone I'll, i'll probably still see their replies to other tweets oh and stuff like that like you block it's sort of like on uh blue sky it's sort of like blocking someone on facebook like they just fucking Vanish. cease to exist like you don't see any of their comments on anyone else's posts none of the this this is from an account you blocked just tempting you to unsell it so you can see whatever yeah, you reply yeah. that's so fucking toxic the yeah. other mm-hmm. thing too is they have a system in place to limit quote dunking where mm. if someone quote dunks you like they quote tweet you and are nasty about it and you block them yes it completely removes like they don't like other people won't even see who was being quote yeah it deletes your your tweet url from your skeet url from the quote tweet and it just says like user blocked or 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 like thing unavailable and you Mm. cannot quote you cannot retweet the quote dunk of the person who got blocked yeah whatever (laughs) basically they make it so that if someone quote tweets somebody to be nasty and the person goes off fuck off and blocks them their friends can't quote tweet that further Mm -hmm. like it limits you from doing that that's actually very smart because that happens Mm -hmm. a lot where on twitter if you someone quote tweets you and you block them It'll give you the, like, this tweet's unavailable, but still have your URL on it. Yeah. There's nothing preventing other people from retweeting that quote tweet and your tweet showing up. Yeah. So, because it's based on, like, user. Mm-hmm. And not, like, so if I block furrier than thou 420 and where one of their friends retweets it, my, my retweet's going to show up probably, or my original tweet's going to show up in the quote tweet of theirs. Like, it's, it's fucked up. Twitter yeah. is very bad about exposing you to nasty motherfuckers mm-hmm. by virtue of just you can't super. They don't want you to be people. able to disengage. Yeah, so you know that's that's good that Blue Sky is doing that. Like we had our first little bout of furry discourse there that was stomped in the balls pretty quick. Mm-hmm. There was right. dudes making lists of bad furries, yeah. and the. Then people were like, you're using Kiwi Farm shit. And then they tried to do the whole, well, what's that? I'm just a little birthday boy. I don't know what Kiwi Farms is. And that got their face kicked in metaphorically. Mm-hmm. And because like all the other major like, we also like to make lists, but we also refuse to use fucking Kiwi Farm shit. Throw that guy under the bus really hard. Yeah, I blocked that account. Um, and the other thing was like, it was apparently getting into like, second and third hand like 
Well, you like to tweet from someone that we're saying is a zoophile. That means you're yeah. a zoophile sort of territory. Well, and so, like, so. and it's just like people that follow a ton of people, like fucking Dirt was on there, Dirt Cody, mm-hmm. and some other like very kind of specious names. Like, yeah, sure. There's some people that put a fucking Zeta in their profile. That's they're saying, "Hey, look at me. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a blue sky zoo." All right, cool. You're free to block those. But then it's just like, well, this person through you know if you look here 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 and here like you put it all together and we're gonna say they're bad and i mean you're you're basically taking the thought you're not thinking about it yourself or just being like oh this random asshole who seeks clout has decided that this list of 100 people is bad it's like bitch they ain't angel lansbury they're not putting the clues together i know and again like if you are within any distance of working with any information off kiwi farms you are an untwist untrustworthy individual who deserves to be entirely shunned from the furry fandom full stop interacting with a website that has a literal body count and proudly displays it is not you are not a good person Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter what your state of politics are you are fash adjacent at Mm -hmm. best so that was like that got skeeted into the void pretty hard though yeah and it's pretty funny because there are people who maintain like tracking on who's the most blocked person today and like that person ended up with a really large number of people blocking them over it mm-hmm. did you hear that outside was that thunder that was thunder i didn't hear it but i did there <gasps> oh my rain! god rain. rain this is going to make adam very sad what? yeah wow 9 p.m with 50 percent chance of rain well, is it at least starting to thunder to, to growl outside Adam will be sad. What our listeners probably don't realize is that besides, like, two days ago, we've had, like, zero rain since around July 4th, at least. Yeah, and it's been it's, a very long, hot summer. And, yeah, it's been hotter than usual. It's been drier than usual. And it's hotter and drier my so trees far. Are, my trees are dying. Like, I had to start specifically watering my trees because they were losing leaves. And, I mean... The one of the maples in the backyard does it almost every year. We have to always baby it along, but the sweet gum in the back corner it is rugged as fuck, and it started dying. Yeah, and I'm like shit. Well, like my parents have had to start uh, watering their trees because they have this incredibly fucking old pecan tree that is as tall as the house. Oh wow! And if that thing dies, oh man, they're they got trouble. So, like, they've had to water that, and they've had to do their other trees, too, their mulberry and all that, because, like, I've had a hard time keeping my pepper plants alive. I've had to up their watering to, like, a gallon a day, basically, because they were basically falling over every day, and I just was like, all right, I guess I'd have to make sure I water you extra twice a day. Yeah. And now they're perked up and doing better, but this has been hell i've not gotten any plant any peppers off my plants this summer because it's just too hot for them to do anything they're just like i'm focusing on staying alive here dude so us hearing thunder out there and potentially rain is a really really good thing yeah like it's like any kind of match and stuff is gonna burn right now it is so bad yeah but basically, the to go back to the social media thing, the basically the people that are the kind of person to make lists of other people that are bad are generally like the least likely people that should be making those lists. Like if they're going to be a self-appointed cop, they probably shouldn't be one. Yeah. 
And what sucks is, like, this even happened with, like, even, like, Nazi for receipts on Twitter, which had been doing a good job of tracking, like, the people that were hanging out with the furry raiders and the like. They were mm. caught up using some of that, too. And it's like, fuck, man, you just flushed years of credibility to a ton of people because you would touch that shit. Yeah. You know, it's like, congratulations, you, you put the bad apple into your barrel and turns out that a bad apple does spoil a bunch because the gases released by rotting fruit causes other fruit to rot mm -hmm. congratulations you fucked it all up you fucked it up forever now you fucked up now you have fucked up <laughs> so shifting topics to more pleasant things lower decks is back yay i haven't yeah. watched it yet you all uh, oh, well. give any details then. yeah so we have one episode to watch of Lower Decks, Foundation, and Invasion. Like, uh, Dog and I have built up a backlog. So, so yeah. Because we, um, yeah. we've been watching... we So, Foundation is like a full hour. So, if we want to get two episodes in a night, we basically have to be ready to start watching at 11. Uh -huh. If we're any later than that, it's not happening because... It's basically a race between that and when sleeping medication kicks in, uh -huh. um, which is usually about an hour 45. It starts to be a struggle. So it's like, yep, we got to be in here, ready to go at 11 to, I want to get two episodes of Foundation in because we hadn't watched any. Oh, Brother Day, no, you're being a dumbass. <laughs> mm -hmm. I mean, you're not wrong. Yes. Um, so... I don't. I have not been in the mood to be on the computer at all lately after work. I'm just like I, I get done and I am fucking done. I don't want to be near a computer, which is very unusual for me. But it's just like fuck this. Yeah. So about I don't know eight thirty or so. You know, I Sarah's like, yeah, I'll be in there to to watch at at eleven. I get in here, I sit on the couch, and I flip on the tv to see what episodes and there's an like the episode for lower decks little logo had popped into the the what's next the the what's next is like oh, and, I, I, and i take a picture and it says actually make that 10 30 yeah and there took was two episodes that came out i know we didn't know that oh. so i took a picture of the screen and he's like oh ho and then he comes ooh, in, ooh. yeah ooh, ooh. so then we come in here and so lower decks are the highest priority and we go and we it's like there's two of them yeah and we we were a little late <laughs> always two there are there's so, a master um, and an apprentice yeah we've been watching ahsoka too yeah panther's been watching invasion so his thursday was very it, what's the i mean what's the premise of invasion is it aliens or aliens is invade it, okay yeah it and, could have been another country no aliens <laughs> invade and humanity is trying to fight back and the aliens are weird little, like, liquid metal motherfuckers that are animated very creepily. Changelings? Uh, think more T-1000-y, but modern animated. So are you watching it with them? Like or? a metal insect. Kind yeah. Of. Yeah. Um, I'm not. Basically, he's watched the first season without me. Yeah, this is season and that's two. Fine. Dog so, and I watched season one. Um, there's, like, four stories that sometimes connect to each other mm -hmm. and other ones that don't and like dog and i basically came to the conclusion at the end of season one it's like okay this one story is really really good and we're gonna watch it for this character we're gonna watch it for the japanese lesbians 
that's mm-hmm. that's the storyline to watch. But it's like in the the Indian family is not bad, but the son is a dumbass, and that kind of brings it down. The soldier story could be good, but he's so badly written. Mm. Like season one, he makes just in, just bad decisions that were like, "Why the fuck would you do that?" It makes no sense at all. <laughs> and then there's there's a scene in season two where, like, he has clearly had like a PTSD reaction from from being in the war with the aliens, and it, it's at a family barbecue, and. Later, when he's talking like a relative, instead of, like, understanding, like, I know you've been through some shit, and you should get therapy, you need to help, uh, you need help, or whatever, the the relative is just kind of like, look, we can't deal with your shit right now, you need to go. Like That sounds kind of gay. Like, just to... Get out. <laughs> yeah, just, just like a total shit to him and there was like and nobody else really kind of stepped up in his corner you know and uh, we're just sort of like wow what a shitty family yeah. and then the fourth story is like a bunch of kids in britain uh but one of them can see the future when he has seizures hmm. which is sort of interesting and the kids do intersect the soldier story at a point when the soldier finally makes his way from somewhere in the desert to england because uh, he finds like another troop and they, they fly him in. Okay. Uh, but but that's the basic of it. Watch it for the Japanese lesbians. Yeah, that's Panther a good started part watching uh, Changeling, which is the Apple TV. I it's saw a it listed, but horror I have adjacent show. Like he mm-hmm. he likes the kind of serious action dramas and the horror shows, and I'm just like, eh. Mm. You know, I want to watch the sci-fi. So like, we're watching Foundation, and we didn't watch this most recent episode because we're saving up so we can watch the last two of the season together. Right. Um. Without. So how many like, episodes are in this? There's season? like ten. It's ten. Okay. So yeah, because I had seen you post somewhere that you weren't watching an episode because it was going to be the two-parter yeah the season finale comes out this thursday okay and i wasn't sure which one you meant because i hadn't watched it yet that week so i hadn't watched episode eight and actually i think that'll be the season finale of what we do in the shadows as well Mm. because we'll have both those episodes to watch too okay so we're gonna block out three hours for that evening that's fine I mean, we, we there's certain things we watch together, and some things that Panther oh, no, watches totally. on its own. And so it's like, all right, well, that's that Thursday, like, we got Dog three and I hours. Are the same. I need to nail Tyrion down on a time when we're going to watch the second season of Good Omens together. Oh, yeah. He watched, like, Panther watched Good Omens when it came out kind of without me. And I was like, but we watched the first season together. It's like, eh, we, I can watch it again. I'm like, all right, well. Mm-hmm. He he doesn't mind rewatching shows. Yeah. So like, if I like, oh, I want to watch that. He's like, all right, cool. But you know, he'll get around to it. I got to see the whole the one of the dramatic scenes where we could have been us, which was like a real probably stab in the gut kind of emotional scene. But I got it kind of out of context. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know the overarching like, yes, the internet is smashing these two together to make them kiss, and the it's literally fucking text almost. Fuck yeah, I was just gonna say it's Neil not Gaiman is smashing text. them together to make yes. them kiss. <laughs> uh, so there's that foundation. What we do in the shadows, uh, and you know, there's other stuff too that we'll watch on occasion, like old movies. Yeah, but 
he watches a lot more TV than I do. Mm. Though, uh, going back to the Trek thing, something yes. that's really cool coming out soon that doesn't, it won't, nothing for you, Fuzz. And oh. not for me really either, but it's cool that they're doing it. It There's a new Star Trek game coming out called Star Trek Infinite. Oh, right. Which mm-hmm. is set in 2330 which is directly before the start of next generation so you're literally playing a universal grand strategy game as the federation klingons cardassians or romulans through the timeline of tng huh at one like as the federation you can build the enterprise and that becomes the flagship you know when Mm -hmm. the cardassians you can do the cardassians and go to Bajor and build Deep Space Nine. Like, as the Klingons, you get to do the Kittimer Massacre. You know, there's all these things that happened in TNG that they're basically, timeline-wise, you're playing through the grand right. strategy version of the next generation's eight seasons. Mm. That's cool. Interesting. Um, as each of the factions. Because, like, the Bajorans become a faction you get to interact with the ferengi are a faction that oh you, you interact, interact with them all right if you're playing the cardassians um boy and... yeah, i'm gonna do a genocide in star trek because i'm a star trek fan well there's <laughs> but then of course like the borg are a major in-game threat because of course right yeah um like you have them pop up but they're not a playable faction they're just like hey these motherfuckers are here and they're the borg what are you going to do cry yeah but no i heard about that today and people were like very excited because today was quote unquote star trek day yep it is september 8th uh premiered september 8th 1966 okay well there we go so that was a thing i saw people posting about it and there was like some streams on paramount plus about it like they were advertising it i was very confused because i haven't seen any of star trek discovery Ah. and so when like when we had paused it to like take our plates to the kitchen while we were eating dinner. Yeah. Uh, well, after watching Lower Decks, it showed like five slots of characters, but it was like Picard, Mariner, Pike, then the char- the current captain of the Discovery, mm-hmm. and some Asian chick. And I was like, "Is there like a secret fifth Star Trek series?" And Panther was like, "No, for some reason they just." put two star trek discovery reps in this little lineup was it the michelle yo yeah Yeah. where she's like the the, empress of the terran empire the reason for that probably is that they're promoting the section 31 movie that they're making that stars her character that's probably it then yeah because she's a fucking awesome character yeah yeah i mean and she went back to her home time in discovery and but Section 31 is active in the Discovery era. There's a lot of interaction with it, especially uh-huh. in Season 2. So they're going to do a Section 31 movie with Michelle Yeoh's character as the, as the lead in it. So it was supposed to be a series, and now it's a movie. And I'm like, eh. Whatever. I thought it was supposed to be a series, too. And it's a movie now. Aww. But, hey, you know, it'll be fun to watch. And, yeah, speaking of Michelle Yeoh, she's amazing. I will, I will love her and everything that she's in. Have either of you watched Gunpowder Milkshake? No. No. Okay, so Ajax approaches me the other week, and he's like, 
hey, do you want to watch this movie? And he says the name, and I'm like, what? And he's what? like, Gunpowder Milkshake. He's like, there's somebody from Doctor Who in it, so I figured you might want to watch it. And I was like, huh. And I look it up, and Karen Gillan is the main character um, who plays Amy Pond and Nebula yeah. in the MCU. So, and she's basically, she's an assassin and the daughter of an assassin. And it's it's almost like a John Wick movie, really. Um, but she, she has this um, group of older assassin women who, who they call the aunties that, like, you know, she was around them when she was a kid and they, like, took care of her mom and stuff like that. And uh, one of them is Michelle Yeoh. And uh, she's just so fucking cool. And she's she's wearing, like a like, a, like a cool collared shirt and a waistcoat. And, like, the, the promo picture has her holding this fucking chain that at one point she uses to fuck people's shit up in the movie. But anyway, it's really good. It's funny. It's a lot of action. There's some damn good fight scenes in it. So uh, hmm. Gunpowder Milkshake, uh, I highly recommend it. Do they explain the name in that? Well, yeah, because like... Um, when Karen Gillan's character was a little girl, she would share a milkshake at this cafe with her mom. Mm-hmm. And the first scene opens, and she's an adult now, and she's having a milkshake at the cafe. And the cafe is sort of like the hotel in John Wick. It's mm-hmm. like hallowed ground. There's there's no guns allowed. And like the waitress who's like just sort of like a 1950s uh, cafe waitress. Mm-hmm. You know, she approaches the people to come in and a- and ask them to basically check their guns. So, you know, uh, so it's kind of, that's why I say it's like, it's like John Wick a little bit, but huh. yeah, it's like, it's like sweet, but it has guns in it. And, I remember seeing like the name and like a snippet of it. Mm-hmm. And I remember it's like being, huh. And being moderately curious about it, but not now. It sounds cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think I'd heard of it. Try, there was an ad or something. I'm trying to remember. Yeah. Also, I have a thing for um, female presenting people uh, wearing typically masculine clothes, and and I just realized that in the last few years. And like Michelle Yeoh in this just just fills that for me like okay so here's the promo picture of michelle yeah okay yeah <laughs> okay yeah she's got that office dude assassin thing with I mean, the fucking c- chain wrapped around her wrists beating yeah. people with i mean that's enough that you would see on an, like any assassin in like john wick kind of thing yeah yeah it's like a vest white collared shirt and slacks mm-hmm. but she's gonna fucking garrot you with a bike chain and i just saw her in an ad for another movie the other day and i can't remember what... oh that was something i did um i went to the movies what? the first time in like three years what yeah what like... moved you what movie was it there... so what was funny was like so it was um, Mission Impossible, the new Mission Impossible film. Um, I was I was out and I was just like, man, I wonder if that new Mission Impossible is like on Apple yet. And it's like, no, it's still in the theater. And I was like, huh, it's been in the theater for a little while. 
it's Sunday night. This was Sunday night of Labor Day weekend. How mm-hmm. busy could it be? And so I went on Cinemark's website and I looked it up. And I looked at the seating chart. And like, there weren't that many people there. It wasn't like it was completely packed. You know, like you were going to be next to somebody no matter what seat you chose. Because uh-huh. like, I don't like going when it's like super crowded. So, and I kind of justify it to myself. I'm like, I'll go if it's not super crowded, you know, and I'll wear a mask when I'm in there. And I just, so the movie started at 10.15 in Plano. I bought my tickets in Carrollton at about 10.08. And then I hauled ass to get there. And um, I wasn't worried because all the pre-show stuff and the previews take forever. Yes. I got there in time for the start of the fucking previews. And the film itself didn't start until 1035. It's like 20 minutes after isn't it pretty long? Uh, Two and a half hours, I think. Something like that. It's also part one. And apparently some people were confused by that but it's like it's not like they hit it it's uh mission impossible dead reckoning part one i mean it's in the name the part one is on the poster it's on the cinemark the little thing by the by the theater entrance it's in the main title credits like you should not be confused when it ends um Without Unless the full you story. Didn't even look at that and just saw Mission Impossible and went. The nice thing, though, which I appreciate, it doesn't exactly end on a cliffhanger. Like, nobody is, like, hanging from a wire off a mountain and it just says, to be continued or something like, like that, you know? It's actually very clearly, like, end of chapter one. Like, our team is all. Everyone is safe, but the threat is still out there, and we have a part two of this mission that we have to accomplish. So, um, so that's nice. I didn't want to like wait two years, you know, not knowing. Although I think they filmed them back to back. The next one might come out next year. Now that I think about it, what was the one that was a cliffhanger recently that pissed me off? Like a theatrical film. Well, I mean the or the strange the, new world, the strange new world's cliffhanger. Yeah, where we don't know when we're going to get a, a follow up season because of the writers' strike. Yeah, it's not just the writers' and strike; the it's just uh, wait, no, it's just how streaming TV works now. Where it's like, oh, there's just two years between seasons. Fuck it. <laughs> so yeah, it might be like two years before we get season three of Lord uh, X. And I, I like how they've staggered out their treks so that they're trying to always have Something. some kind of trek coming out. It's like Strange New Worlds ended just a few weeks ago, and now Lower Decks is starting. Yeah, and, and like little bitty chapters like that, I'm perfectly okay with. Yeah. That gives me a slow but steady trickle of new content I'm, you know, yeah, enthusiastic about. Uh, so, so yeah, uh, I enjoyed Mission Impossible. What can I say? It's a Mission Impossible film. Like, ju- just ludicrously over-the-top, improbable uh, stunts. And it's great, fun. Great filmography. It, 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 great filmography, and it, it's fun to watch. The, the Mission Impossible series are movies where, like, I kind of like to turn my brain down on low and just 
if I'm just going to chill out and watch a movie and not think too hard, like, not that they're dumb or anything, but they're they're just fun action movies, and you mm-hmm. know, I don't really think about it too much, so. No, I really enjoy, in general, the Mission Impossible franchise, so. Yeah. You know, I, I think I've seen most, if not all of them. Mm. And I've always been pleasantly surprised about, oh, well, this one's just as decent as the last one. Because at some point, usually a series just starts, you know, they, they've lost. But no, so far they've been decent. Another movie that was fucking ridiculous, but fuck it, was Fast X. Like, the, the latest Fast and I Furious films. I have not films. seen that yet. Um, I just, I bought it on iTunes. So I was just like, because I got the rest of them, you know, and I had to have them all together. Because they're a family. But yeah, it was goofy as hell. I mean, it's really hard to up the ante at this point because, like, they went to space in part nine. Like, they were supposed to wait till ten, but they were like, "No, no, no, we're gonna outdo the internet's predictions. We're going to space in part nine. It's it's so dumb, <laughs> but fun. So yeah. So now is the is it Freddy versus Jason. The the family goes to hell. Like, which one? You know. Uh, Fast X, where this is the one where they're on a spaceship and yeah. racing, and then yeah, a- J- Jason X, where yeah, they he's been cryo frozen and then thawed and then repaired by the ship's like nanite medical system, so that he's like half metal and even stronger than he was before. And there's a sink full of liquid nitrogen for some reason, and Tommy yeah, Tal- or and they, Tommy yeah. Tallarico, no, what? Whatever his name is. Tommy Tallarico is like a game composer. Never mind. <laughs> uh, and they, they, there's like a holodeck up. type situation where they simulate... A camp. Yeah, they simulate two campers and they take their shirts off and they're like, we're going to have premarital sex. And then they get in a sleeping bag together and start making out. Because apparently that was like part of the whole murdering thing was that the in the original was that the camp the campers were making out instead of watching her son who was drowning so yeah. the whole premarital sex thing but and they, he does the classic thing of of picking up the camper in the sleeping bag and banging her against the tree yeah <laughs> yeah jason x that's another a quality Goof. movie. Yeah, yeah. We are really t- stretching our intellectual muscles this evening. <laughs> hey, you know, remember that time we watched Blade? Dude, Blade rules. Yeah. That was a Marvel movie before we had Marvel movies. It was the first. Technically, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, they can't all be you know, Iron serious Man. shit and you know world changing shit nonsense that was like a hit movie at the time and like what blade blade yeah and like people will try to credit x-men uh which came out in 2000 as like the first superhero movie that really kicked off this whole thing but it was actually blade which was like 98 yeah and that was a fun movie yeah no i was saying in terms of like topics like we oh. have like eh, you know a little bit of social media a little bit of uh you know don't be a cop and then they're talking about movies and tv shows and star trek yay i mean because i'm still got Baldur's gate 3 and now starfield i uh was like i could do an enjoyable 
short couple sessions and do some runs in Final Fantasy fourteen, or I could try to mod Starfield. So I, I was fucking around with mods, and I got it all working just in time to, to come get you and so we come record tonight. So I haven't actually had a chance to play it more than like a few hours. It's Fallout without the depression. <laughs> okay. Like so, what mod did you install? Well, it's just some quality of life things like turning off the filters, the visual filters so that you lose the film the movie grain and the weird green overlays so that you don't have the Mexico <laughs> brown filter when you go to Mars type shit you get the actual colors. Hmm. Um there's things like, you know, increasing your ship storage so you don't have to slap a fuckload of storage containers to the outside of your starship. Um, things like more bullets drop and the enemies are less bullet spongy because my submachine gun does four damage and enemies at the baseline gain 20 health a level. So if you're fighting a dude, a level five dude with a gun that does four damage, you have to shoot him 25 times Damn. in the spacesuit. It sounds difficult. And then there was a level 12 enemy in this fairly low level area who his gun did the same damage but 12 times 20 plus the baseline of like 50 health that's a lot of fucking hit points and a lot of bullets you have to send down range at this dude so do you have a mod that like makes that easier yeah that basically changes the health gain per level to five or whatever so the enemies aren't taking five thousand laser hits to the head to die because (laughs) The, the way that I was having to play it was, just on normal mode, mm-hmm. was basically I would shoot until my gun ran dry, run up over the, to the corpses of the dudes that I just murdered, switch over to the, whatever gun they were carrying, scavenge off a few rounds of ammunition, and use that ammunition to shoot the next guy, run out, and then have to go hit him with a fucking fire axe. Now talk about some John Wick shit. Yeah, it was, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, if that's what you want you to do, but it's not that fun. Because you're having to swap between, like, like this dude's taking 30 bullets to die. Yeah. And my gun, I have a hundred, I have 200 bullets. So I can kill five dudes, but there's 12 of them. So it, I just modding some quality of life stuff in. Mm. The game came out very recently, but mm-hmm. it's just like there's a couple things that people pointed out very early. Like, encumbrance is a pain because, like, you can only carry 135 kilograms of stuff on your body which you know that's that's a decent amount of weight but also you're in like an armored powered spacesuit why why can't i carry more mm. but also like spacesuits weigh 10 pounds and guns weigh two or three but there's also the random shit in the environment that is heavy mm. and resources like chunks of metal that you need to Hall to and build your character bases. also got the covid vaccine and the heavy metals and yeah that make his blood like, heavier so you end up having to basically fuck around with your inventory way too often um, that's not fun and it's not fun and like the ship only having a very limited capacity to hold stuff you know it can cross tens of thousands of you know mo- you know dozens of light years in a single jump but you can't carry more than 450 pounds of crap in your trunk on a spaceship oh right speaking of like jumping light years that's another show we're watching is uh ahsoka yeah Yep. So, anyways, Starfield, it's Fallout without the depression, and it's fine. It's a Bethesda game. Nice. If you've played Fallout 4 or you've played Skyrim, it's what it is. Except this time, it's in sort of a vaguely expanse-y universe. Huh. Okay. 
um, complete with like a faction of enemies just called spacers. Mm. The belters, functional equivalent, that live out among the wild planets. Yeah, Beltoloda. Um, <laughs> so that, that I'll talk about that more next time, I guess, because I'll play it some more. Yeah. But Ashoka, so y'all are watching that. What the fuck's up with that? I like it. I'm not sure about them. that whole let's go to a whole other galaxy. What? But whatever. Well, I don't want to get too spoilery, but this is apparently a big fucking deal in the Star Wars community. So apparently Star Wars has always been confined to the same galaxy. Mm-hmm. And this is the first time they're going intergalactic. So they're they're going looking. So there's the threat that Admiral Thrawn uh-huh. is returning. And at the end of Rebels, uh, Ezra and Admiral Thrawn are thrown into hyperspace and ezra basically sacrifices himself to get thrown out of the the picture off the board right so basically they're like oh we're hearing rumors that thrawn is coming back and there's this weird map thing that shows where he's been or where he's coming from or where the bad guys can find him Uh uh and so ahsoka wants to stop the bad guys from finding him either to go with them and kill him or to destroy the map so that they can't use it. And she gets Sabine Wren to help her. But Sabine mainly wants to go to try and find Ezra. Yeah. And so there are a little odds there in that Ahsoka's like, if it comes down to it, destroy the map so that, you know, these Sith fucks don't yeah. go find Thrawn. Uh, and, yeah. So that's interesting um so basically like uh sabine ahsoka um you got the hera Hera basically most of the crew from rebels yes their son chopper um the monkey guy the monkey guy has not been seen in ahsoka yet but the Mandalorian talks to him briefly in a bar in the last season of Mandalorian. Okay. So, like, they established that he exists in the unif- in the universe. Uh, and he's CGI and he's voiced by the same dude that voiced him in Rebels, which is cool. Uh, so he, he can definitely show up in this. So this... It's like Rebels the next season, basically. Yeah, and live action. So that's yeah. cool. Like, I'm yeah. glad they're getting to it back. But this goes back to the stuff about oh there's shit from outside the galaxy that's a threat mm-hmm. stuff um goes back to like the old legends content the, the books from the 90s yeah because the empire had a project called outward bound which initially was like jedi going out to do shit and they were going out the galaxy to go hunt to find basically that mm-hmm. this threat and palpatine had a bunch of them all killed and whatever but then right. he went on the same had people sent on the same journey to go out and find out what that threat was then of course much later in the books in a terrible turn of terrible twist of fate that particular threat was the yuzhen vong which was just a god fucking awful line of books uh-huh. basically there were a basically an alien race of cenobites mm. uh, with biomechanical ships and a fetish for pain and like they come in, they you know kill Chewbacca with a moon. Oh, I shit. did hear about that. And like, yeah, I, I 
I know someone who was like, that's when I gave up on the Star Wars books. That was when that. I gave up on the Star oh, Wars Oh, is it books. you? Okay. I know someone. I'm sure I've had I'm sure other people did too. too. But yeah, they were just fucking done when that happened. So it's a good thing that that's not canon anymore. But it's just one of those where it's like, you're doing stuff outside the galaxy. And I'm like, you better not have the Yuzhan Vong return to canon. Those guys sucked ass. So okay, so they're like centibytes. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't basically, know. that's a, the best way I can describe them. They had bio ships and they reveled in pain and disfiguring themselves. Mm. And they fed upon the fear of force users. Like one of Han Solo uh. and Leia's children was sacrificed and killed. <gasps> Did they harvest their adrenochrome? Ah, uh, sure. And make a pair and that of boots caught, out of their skin. But that was their youngest son, Anakin Solo. Who got killed, and that caused the two younger kids. Names Jason, cursed, yo. I know. Um, caused one of the twin, their young or older twins, to fall to the dark side, and like later on, that sister is forced to kill her brother, and like breaks her psychologically. It's real fucked up. I mm. I like read the the Wikipedia like what the fuck happened here articles and was like what the fuck. I would have been very mad if I had spent all that time invested in star wars and these characters that were introduced you know 10 years prior and this is where it ends up right type stuff i mean and instead you just close the tab and are like haha glad i didn't read those 20 books yeah i just read the (laughs) spent 30 minutes reading the wikipedia page on it yeah um so it's cool that they're doing lesser known stuff i mean not lesser but like they're using like their cartoon content making into live action prestige content. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think they've, they've nailed the look of them uh, pretty well. Like, yeah. you know, all the people that they cast, like but in, between the, the people they cast and the makeup and everything like that. <laughs> oh, also uh, David Tennant is in it voicing the uh, droid that he voiced in rebels. The one that <coughs> teaches young or, Clone Wars, maybe. One that teaches young Padawan how to, like, build their lightsaber. He's basically uh, Ahsoka's companion in it. And, like, his voice is, like, immediately recognizable, even with a little bit of digital distortion. Mm-hmm. So is he, like, a robot or a Yeah, he's a droid. droid. Oh, okay, cool. Yep, he's 25,000 years old. Ah. Yep. All original parts, apparently. Nice. <laughs> doing a bit the demerzel kind of thing right yeah yeah but oh man foundation the twists and turns i'm like that's part of the reason why we have to wait yeah because Uh what the hell pretty sure dog and i are not going to wait but well we only have to wait until this next coming thursday oh god day really is a dumbass day is a dumbass (laughs) but you know it's I think Dusk Giver like is just like God. I was a dumbass. <laughs> Pretty well, sure. No, it's more like, yeah, man, this one, this one following me and doesn't. Yeah, they are way too proud to ever see these flaws in them. It's always this one yeah. and never themselves. The, the Cleons are all dumbasses in their own little way, mm-hmm. because they're immortal god emperors who only die when. They choose to, basically. Yep. And then they get replaced. Yeah, Foundation's really good. You should seek it out and find it. If it's not, if you're not paying for Apple TV, just watch it. It's real good. Um, like, it, it's I mean, the thing lot. is, like, Foundation... This podcast is not endorsed privacy. Only seven. 
Um, privacy. Bleh. Piracy. <laughs> I endorse lots of privacy. Piracy, I, I endorse you know. par- privacy, yeah. Which is why you shouldn't use Google Chrome, apparently. Oh, well. There's, have you read any of that? No, nope. but I don't use Google Chrome, so. Oh, okay. Well, never mind that. Well, what was the idea? So what's the... Oh, apparently Google launched a new, like, activity tracking system in the background that serves all your information to advertisers about like specifically ties your profile into like what you're looking. i don't want to misspeak entirely uh because i don't know all the details because i'm not really a tech guy all i can say is that the web security people are like deeply concerned about it mm. um so you should probably read up on all it right. if you're I'll, a I'll user. go check up on it yeah um but yeah, Firefox is my daily driver at home, and I I have to use Chrome at work. But you know, I'm just doing work stuff there. I used to use Firefox for a very long time. I've later switched to Chrome, but it used to be like Firefox would constantly like the cookies would bog down and it would crash. I had that issue too. I don't know if they changed something or what, but for all like I use Firefox, and then it just got. Bloatier. So damn slow. Yeah, bloatier and bloatier. And eventually I was like, fuck it, and moved to Chrome. And then I ended up moving back to Firefox. And now Firefox is pretty good. Yeah, I've been tempted to check it out again. Okay, so next weekend uh, we are going to be going down to Houston. Uh-huh. Um, me, Siam, and Sarah are we're leaving Friday night. Uh, and we're driving down to Houston after work. Uh, Cyan's found us a really pretty swanky hotel. His work reward program, once again, got us something really nice for about half the price. Mm. Uh, Saturday, we, if the weather's nice, and depending on, you know, what everything is like, think about going down and, like, having a beach day. There's some places that we want to eat. Sunday, Siam has tickets to, well, a ticket to the Colts versus the Texans uh, game down there. He loves the Colts. He's from Indianapolis. And I said, well, next time they play something locally, if you want to try, well, Jerry Jones' monstrosity is way too fucking expensive. Um, But found out that they were playing in Houston. I was like, well... You know, and we checked the tickets, and neither the Houston nor the Colts are doing all that are all that great. So he got managed to get like my hometown team sucks. Yes, I can get cheap tickets. He's a fan. Like he's a fan when they are good and when they are bad. Yeah, he's not a fair weather friend. I will give him that. Right. But he apparently got tickets fifth row, midfield, right behind the Colts bench. Oh, nice for not. It was not a lot of money. Like, it was a dang cheap ticket. Are you all going to it? No, he's going to go do that. Me and Sarah are going to probably go find a bite to eat and Mm -hmm. look at something down and, you know, kill time down there. Um, And then we'll go scoop up Siam when he gets out of the football game. We might grab dinner down there and then we're heading back up. We'll be back home Sunday night. Um, 
But it was, well, I said, I told Siam he could do it when it's in a reasonable. And it's like, well, why don't we just all go down to Houston and do something? Mm. Which this also loops back around to the medication they have had me on. So I went to my, I have to get checked up a couple times a year to make sure all the medications I'm on are not like destroying my kidneys. Yeah, I do that sometimes. So they go and they they make sure that, you know, they're not seeing, like, damage, you know, from, like, kidney deterioration or anything else a couple times a year. And I go in there and and I put on a little weight. And, of course, the doctor's, like, shaking fingers, blah, 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 fat. It's like, I know. It's not like I failed to notice that I'm fat. (gasps) What? (laughs) I had no idea. Well, this is a fuel tank for a sex machine. <laughs> and you can, and I mean, you can tell I've been slacking off on being careful about, you know, the foods I'm supposed to eat as a diabetic. My numbers were not as good as they had been. Mm. And he said, well, I want to try and wean you off one of these medications. There's this new diabetes drug. Oh, is this a super weight loss one? That's the side effect. That's the side effect is kind of, I don't know if abuse is the right term for it, mm-hmm. but it was originally Manjaro. Uh, it's like Kilimanjaro, like that, but Manjaro, Manjaro, something like that. And Doc's like, okay, well, um, it's a new drug. It helps, you know, make, it's a hormone. And it mm. does something for, like, insulin. It apparently shuts off the hunger hormone? Or well, no, well, that's, that, but it also helps with, like, the way glucose and, um, basically, it makes some of the things that make insulin work better. Yeah. Or not insulin, um, um, anyway. Whatever. <laughs> the, the, the chemical that is usually impeded by having type 2. So... And he said, yeah, and then the byproduct is it can lead to weight loss. Well, at that point in time, I had no idea that that was what it was being touted as a miracle drug for out there. And my, I was the intended target, you know, someone with type 2. And with this, they can potentially wean me off one of my other drugs. And I don't have to, you know, keep taking it, which is stressful on the kidneys. Mm-hmm. So... Apparently, this has been out for several years now, and so I get home, and I start reading up on it, and I said, well, fuck it, whatever, I'll, I'll give it a go. It took a lot for me to actually get it. That's The American medical system sucks at times. Mm. Um, finally got it, and just said, fine, fuck it, I'll do it. And it's just an injection you take once a week, little tiny, tiny needle. Can you do it yourself? Or you oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's okay. no worse than taking insulin, which I've done in the past, too. Yeah. But I took it, and, you know. I like to snort insulin on a Friday night and you know, <laughs> have a good time. So, <laughs> he, and, and here's, here's what I've seen so far. Um, first day I took it, and I had, if you've ever had a stomach bug and you get that first couple of mildly sharp twinges before everything all sets in like those warning shots across the bow that you know hey your tummy might be getting upset like the first couple warning twinges Mm. that all day after i had 
because uh, I took it early in the morning. I all day I had these little twinges, not awful, right, but annoying. Yeah. Next day, more of the twinges, and partway through the day, they just stopped, and I was not hungry. No, like completely, food is not a thing. Mm. Just zero. It, it doesn't even cross your mind. You're not. Hmm, I'm a little hungry. And then later on the day, when I tried to, you know, because been all day, I've been taking my medication. Really should eat something so I don't go hypo. Yeah. And I sit down and I eat a little, and it's like, if you've ever been eating something, and you just like you've got a whole plate full full of food, and you're eating one particular thing, and you just kind of get done with it, like you're not full. And you like the taste of it, but you just don't want any more of it. You are just done. Um, you might eat the rest of your dinner, but you enjoyed what you had of it, but you don't want any more of that. It, it's just kind of like, eh. That's what it's like whenever you try to eat anything. It's just like, eh, this isn't great. I don't really want it. Mm. You know, and it's almost like, ugh. It's not nauseating. There's no nausea. It's just kind of like utter satiation where you do not, you're, you're good. And it was basically that for, like, the next five days. About day six, the day before I was due to take my next dose. Started to feel hungry again. Still got done whenever you tried to eat. You know, you just kind of get done real quick. So you don't tend to, like, eat a full sandwich. You you eat Mm -hmm. half of it, and it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm good. And then the day of the shot, before you take the shot, it's you're not quite normal but you're close and so you know second week follow the same pattern um not quite as pokey pain like as long that Mm -hmm. seems to be resolving out body getting used to it yeah but the the hunger like you you, the the i'm good that continues it's really nice because you know try dieting and you're just hungry Mm. and or if you are in a rush and you know all you can do is you know something to get your stomach from stop growling, this is just like nothing. So it's a lot easier to like you're not even interested in nibbling. And even when I went out to the fridge, mm-hmm. when I knew I needed to eat, you know, feeling a little bit hungry, but it was mostly I don't have the energy. None of the stuff I can see that will I can make is worth the effort. Hmm. it's just kind of like eh, i'd rather just stay a little hungry i'm not yeah. that interested and then you know you, you, and then it starts all over again so with us going to houston realized that if i wanted to enjoy having food at all down there i should probably not be just starting my medication the day before hmm. otherwise i'm just gonna be watching them eat and even if i try to taste of it it's just gonna be like eh right um so decided to basically i can just not take it there's no withdrawals or anything if i don't oh okay so okay. I, yeah, just... I guess because you gradually wean off it over the period of time that makes sense there wouldn't be a bunch of bad withdrawals so and uh so i walked it like one day last week and i'm gonna walk it another day so instead of today mm-hmm. i'm gonna take it tomorrow um, what was the time frame it's a week well every week okay so i took it last friday and i'm gonna walk it till tomorrow and then uh i'll just take it monday like i'll skip a day and instead of taking it sunday the next yeah. week 
I'll just take it Monday early and reset it to start on Mondays. That way you could just totally gorge on the weekend, fuck no, your but... shit up, smoke a bowl, <laughs> and take your shot on Monday when you have to be responsible and at work. Well, if it, it's less that and more to, even if I'm not, if I'm going to go down and we're going to go to restaurants that we've been wanting to go for a while mm-hmm. to, I kind of want to enjoy my dinner. Oh, no, no, I get it. <laughs> even if I, it, even if it's something like me and Sarah split something, you know, and yet, like I am content with a couple bites. At I just don't want it to be like, oh, that's really good, but also like, eh. Yeah. It's really hard to describe. It, it's that whole, if you've ever been, like miso soup for me, mm-hmm. I like a little bit of it, but then I don't want any more of it. Mm-hmm. And barbecue sometimes, the heavily smoked barbecue. I can get burned out on smoky flavors real good. Like, I liked it, and I enjoyed the first part of it, but I'm just kind of done with the smoky flavor after a while. Yeah. So have they identified any side effects beyond, you know, like your body adjusting, like the stomach? Uh, it, it, most of it's gastrointestinal that they found. Um, they do have it marked as, you know, a chance of thyroid cancer mm. um, in rats. Not mm-hmm. so far that I found in humans, that, but in rats. Right. But that's that's the only thing so far that I found. I just saw lightning. Yep. I mean, there's a Rain. chance. I mean, there Rain, is bitches. Storm coming. Yeah, like, it was I should probably to start raining around nine. So yeah. Should sit forward so that I can actually speak into the microphone. Yeah. Because y'all were talking for a while, just kind of leaned back and comfy, but. Yeah, you, you had food delivered a little yeah. bit ago, Shiva, and it's just been sitting there. I know. So why don't we wrap it up, because we're past almost an hour. We're past an hour 20 on the Raw right now. So, like, we can be old gray muzzles and talk some more, but, like, let's stop recording so you can I, it eat It's a kebab wrap sitting next to me, selling, smelling wonderfully like garlic, and I am actually hungry for the first time in a week. So, so we're going <laughs> to wrap this up. You should go, uh, you can... If you would like to have more banter like this, you should join our Telegram fan chat. There's like 200 plus people in there. And you can have enjoy Feral Friday and everything else that gets posted. Um, then also you can Feral go, Fuck Friday. You can go to uh, our Patreon and give us some money if you'd like. Because you like the show and you like us and you want us to have money. That'd be great. Uh, if you want to buy some books, go to furplanet.com. Furplanet.com. Buy some books. Buy some books. Um, Baddogbooks.com for ebooks, which means I don't have to put them together and ship them to you. Yay! Um, low effort. Low effort. And other than that, uh, Furry Fiesta's room block opens soon, which yes. is wild. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's actually a lot later than usual. Yeah. And then we'll have the vendor op- vendor apps open soon too. Yep, that's end of this month. M- MFF's closed today. Yeah, they had a two day period. They opened on Wednesday to close on Friday. So I and got they my... didn't they didn't give a lot of pre warning that hey we're opening it so that people can be aware and be prepared. And right? it's gotten yeah, it's gotten steadily later each year. So I'm not I mean, sure. It's just maybe con stuff is, is in sort of... December. Right? I have opinions. Oh yeah, I, I, I have a lot it, of opinions. It's fine. We, we eventually get. <laughs> did most of the time and i hope we get it again because i don't go but like tyran tyran and the rest of our crew really enjoy it all right so um hopefully you'll get into mff because it's kind of a big deal yeah um and so on the note good night and, and buy books and there we go dinner